Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I really didn't. But I'm handling it, and one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others on how they're handling their own lives. This week, I'm chatting with Sarah Biggers, founder and CEO of Clove and Hallow, a clean beauty brand that focuses on making ethical and affordable cruelty-free and vegan makeup and skincare. If you remember a few episodes back, I had mentioned my recent interest in knowing what's in the products I'm using, and we even had the founder of Aaliyah, Catherine Murray Dickinson, on, and we discussed what the terms cruelty-free and vegan mean. So I'm really excited this week to talk with Sarah about the products Clove and Hallow has to offer and what caused her to break out into a more sustainable and ethical line of cosmetics. Clove and Hallow's products are PETA-certified, cruelty-free, and vegan, and they're also made in America, but follow the EU's strict formulation guidelines to ensure their makeup and skincare products are safe. I can't wait for you guys to start listening, so feel free to get comfortable, turn up the volume, and enjoy. All right, well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to speak with you about Clove and Hallow. I think I had mentioned this on a podcast a few weeks back, um... Now that I'm home and I have so much time on my hands, I think clean beauty and looking into ethically made products when it comes to skincare and makeup has been a huge interest of mine. It has consumed so much of my time over the past couple of weeks looking at different brands and looking at ingredients on products I'm already using and getting so freaked out, <laughs> but also really optimistic because there are so many amazing companies out there like yours. So I'm so happy to have you on and start talking about everything. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think everyone's kind of in the same boat. This is the time to be digging into those things and getting excited about clean products for sure. Definitely. So with Clove and Hollow, you are the founder creator. How did this whole idea come about? It's actually a kind of convoluted path. I feel like so many people have an interesting path to get to where they are. So I actually graduated from an engineering institute and it kind of had a predetermined set of paths that people go down, you know, consultant, engineer, medical field, but I knew I wanted to be in the beauty industry. So Mm -hmm. I had started working for some startups, just trying to get my foot in the door and gain some knowledge around business. I was very interested in beauty and, you know, entrepreneurship. So I I started choosing to do that kind of internship work in college. And then when I graduated, I decided to go straight into makeup artistry as a freelancer and really learn the beauty business from top to bottom. I've, I've always said Georgia Tech was my, you know, was a great education, but makeup artistry was my best education because there's no better way to learn product, to learn about skin types to learn Mm -hmm. about skin tones than actually doing it. So I started freelancing. It was really great. I was working with some really incredible clients doing brides and photo shoots and commercial work for Delta and Coca-Cola. And then I got really sick. It felt out of the blue, but looking back, it was definitely a gradual progression, Mm -hmm. but it happened really fast once it hit a certain point. And I spiraled to the point of not even being able to work. I was completely bedridden for about six months with, Yeah, it was really traumatic. I mean, at the time, I think I was maybe 24. So you don't really expect to have something like that happen so young. Mm -hmm. And I felt very not 
misled or underappreciated by, you know, my medical community and the doctors I was seeing, but just, they couldn't give me answers and I was frustrated. And eventually a doctor told me to go see a naturopath, you know, a holistic MD, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And that was a long time ago. So that was not as mainstream as it is today. And I was very resistant to doing it, but decided to do it. And it just totally opened my eyes. I healed pretty quick. I was very passionate about it and wanted to bring that back into my career as a makeup artist. I thought I would just be a clean makeup artist, one of the first, but I got tripped up on the product because I couldn't really find what I was looking for. It seemed like everything in clean beauty, especially back then, was really sheer, didn't have a good shade range and was way too expensive. Mm -hmm. So that brought me to Cloven Hallow. I decided to shift my focus to the product side and we launched in 2017 and have just continued to build on that momentum ever since. But that that's the story. I mean, I really never anticipated to have a product line, but now I really can't imagine doing anything else. Right. And I think I love that you brought up, you know, that it became a problem for you with looking for products that were both affordable and because affordability, I think a lot of people, when it comes to just skincare and makeup in general, a lot of people are so negative and don't really want to put a lot of time into, you know, using a bunch of products because Mm -hmm. it's expensive. Mm -hmm. So to, yeah, to have affordability is so big and so crucial. Um, especially yeah. to getting to use clean beauty products because clean we beauty in general. Look at, you know, it's always been my goal to look at inclusivity, which is such a, a rightful buzzword in the industry. But I mm-hmm. try and look at inclusivity as not just skin tone and representation visually, but also price point. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so mission driven to create clean products. So it doesn't feel right for me on my like soul to say, Hey, we're making these things that I know are good for people and make a difference, but only some people can afford to have them. That's, that just didn't sit with me. Definitely. Now you had mentioned, um, one of the things that really got you interested in, um, combining sort of the medical aspect into beauty and cosmetology. You mentioned naturopathic medicine. I believe Mm -hmm. I pronounced that right. Would you mind explaining, I guess, what that is for those who don't know? Sure. So, you know, my holistic MD naturopaths, they're, they're not the exact same, you know, a a holistic MD is a true medical doctor a naturopath might not be, but people do often use the words interchangeably. Mm -hmm. And what it really speaks to is I would say a marrying of Eastern and Western medicine. So you're looking at traditional medicine, traditional antibiotics, traditional vaccines and diagnoses, but you're combining it with also Eastern medicine, things like your energies, your, um, you know, your, your pathways, um, detoxing, but not in like, not in the spicy lemonade kind of way, but actually Mm -hmm. looking at, you know, your liver, your kidneys, are they processing correctly? So it's really just combining a bunch of different modalities that give you a clearer picture and can help pinpoint a lot of people who feel can pinpoint issues for a lot of people who feel like traditional medicine is not getting to the root of what they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like I said before, I think for me over the past, the past few months, and I've honestly always had questions in my head about what am I using on my body? And, you know, does that, 
impact my mood or, you know, the way my skin looks like people say your skin looks tired or (laughs) just rugged. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, is that because of what I'm also putting on my face? Like moisturizers I'm using, there's, you know, so much that can really go into it. Um, so yeah, over the past couple months, and like I said, now that I'm home, I've become more and more like increasingly aware of, all right, Hey, I've been using this product for a while. I haven't noticed a change. I like look up the ingredients, see side effects. It's like a whole process, but <laughs> it really is. And it, and it goes both ways. What we put externally can impact us and what we obviously consume internally can impact us. So our skin reflects what we, you know, if we're dehydrated, but our skin can also be really impacted by really irritating ingredients that are common in a lot of products on the market. So it's, it's a, it's a full circle. I think a lot of the time and we, grow up, I think only being aware of part of the circle. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that I uh, found really interesting and loved is that on your site, you talk about the clean 15 guarantee. Mm -hmm. Now, if you wouldn't mind just explaining that to listeners, you know, what exactly is that guarantee? Sure. So at Cloven Hallow, we basically tried to cut out thousands of ingredients that we, as, as an individual company believe, are not safe or just not ideal. And instead we replace them with 15 or fewer safe ingredients per formula. So my philosophy has always been that you can achieve maximum impact with minimalist formulas. And it's not just, it's not just because we want to have only 15 ingredients. We're doing it for a couple different reasons. First, I feel like it makes it easier for the consumer. It's really overwhelming, even in clean beauty, to pick mm-hmm. up a product that has 45 ingredients and sift through it and be like, I'm so overwhelmed. Yeah. So we wanted, yeah, it's a lot. So we wanted to simplify that for the consumer. Um, and we also wanted to challenge ourselves as a company and myself as um, you know, in the head of our R&D to think critically about what we're putting in our formulas. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, on this side of things that there are a lot of products and brands that put very low concentrations, I would say clinically inactive concentrations of extracts and actives and ingredients into the formula just to be able to talk about it from a marketing perspective, but they're not actually at an active concentration and they're not actively doing anything and you're just paying for it. So for mm-hmm. us, it was, it's the consumer side and it's also just a really good challenge for us to have to formulate thoughtfully and intentionally and every ingredient we put into our formulas is there for a purpose at an active concentration. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And now Cloven Hollow, you have so many different products. You have a wide variety of makeup products and then you also sell like some skincare products and brushes. So what are some of your favorite products? I'm curious because I can't wait to make my first purchase. And I, I, <laughs> I've been stalking the site. Um, yeah. What are your favorite products to use? It's kind of like picking your favorite child, I have to imagine. <laughs> but unfortunately for me, I have multiple siblings. So I'm always like, is this how my mom feels? But I do have favorites. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I absolutely, I mean, anytime anybody's like, what do I need to try from your brand to get the full Cloven Hallow picture? I immediately say are conceal and correct. Mm -hmm. It is so good. I think the people, what I love the most about it is the people who use this product who aren't using clean beauty 
will try it and be like, it's just as good as X or it's just as good as Y or I like it more than, you know, what I've been buying from Ulta all these years. And that just makes me really happy because that's our brand goal to not be good for clean beauty, but to be good just compared to any product in the market. So the Conceal and Correct is incredible. Then I would say our Lip Velvet is also very, very popular. It's a liquid to matte long wear liquid lipstick. And one of the true, one of the only true budge proof liquid lipsticks on the market that isn't just like filled with basically a hundred percent synthetic ingredients. So we're really proud of that. And it comes in a lot of fun colors. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think most recently my favorite would have to be the everything oil. That is one of our newest releases. It's a skincare facial oil and it is so good. Mm -hmm. I have dealt with adult acne for years and just kind of redness and irritation and texture. And it is so potent, but with only four simple organic ingredients. So that has been flying off our shelves like crazy. And it, it's at the point now where I'm like, you have to try this. So those awesome. would be my top three picks, I think. Great. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think like the more simpler, the better, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially when it comes to ingredients. And if, you know, people are concerned about what's in a product they're using, I, like you said, you don't want to like be sifting through <laughs> 30, 40 different ingredients. Like, yeah, it's so much yeah. easier when it's just a few. I'm so curious because you um, are you still a makeup artist? I am. So I don't get to do nearly as much makeup work as I would like. There just, you know, aren't enough hours in the day. Right. And that's, that's just a choice I had to make, but I still do a few bridal clients a year with friends and family that get married. And I still do a lot of makeup work in terms of blogging and, you know, social media, Mm -hmm. uh, content creating. I have my own personal platforms and I do a lot of fun things that way with makeup. Uh, but I'm actually looking in the next, you know, six months when I'm allowed to have, you know, skin to skin contact with people again, hopefully, <laughs> right. um, I, I would like to get back into doing more makeup clients. I really miss it. It's very soothing for me. So I hope I can do more. Definitely. I know. Hopefully we'll all be re- returning to normal very soon. That'd be so nice. <laughs> But yeah, I, so I was curious because working in the industry, um, you know, you had said at the beginning of the conversation that when, when you first started Cloven Hollow, that it was tough to find a lot of products out there that were not only clean beauty alone, but, and clean and ethically made, but that were just affordable and inclusive. And do you still find that a problem now with some companies? Yeah. I mean, I think there's always room for improvement. Clean, independent beauty is definitely becoming more saturated, Mm -hmm. but there's honestly still room for more. And I, you know, from a sustainability standpoint, I hesitate to say that because what, you know, what's the message behind, oh, we we still need more product. We can still buy more things, but each indie brand that comes to market and brings something special, I think pushes the industry and other brands to do better things too. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of like Cloven Howell and back when we launched and still to this day, I would say makeup was the second wave. So skincare, I think absolutely got on the clean wave much sooner than makeup did. And 
since I was a makeup artist, I really felt like color cosmetics were severely lacking within clean beauty with that price point, with the shade ranges, with the color pigmentation, the wear Mm -hmm. time, just the overall performance was not there. And I do think that has shifted, but it's still not the same. Um, You know, you still have to go shop some really specific retailers and just amongst a few very specific brands to get that performance Mm -hmm. in makeup. Whereas a lot of different skincare brands are out there now that you can get really great performance out of. Definitely. And yeah, I wanted to know, uh, you brought up sustainability and I did notice that you offer a carbon neutral delivery option (laughs) on your site, which is awesome. Cause that's such an important thing too. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, but that's just such an important option um, just to, you know, make people aware, too, that that's something they could, you know, get involved in and start doing on their purchases. Yeah, the sustainability component, I think, is huge right now. It's something we're really pushing internally and externally. Uh, And, you know, the carbon neutral, it's, it's purchasing offsets, which is so great. I'm so happy that we have that option available to us because, especially right now while e-commerce is growing, but in general, while e-commerce continues Mm -hmm. to grow at large, you know, there, there are drawbacks uh, environmentally. So it's nice to have some resources that make you feel less guilty. Um, But that's just the tip of the iceberg for us. We have some really exciting plans for sustainability in the future. And we're really hopeful we can help push the industry towards a more sustainable approach overall. Mm, Definitely. Yeah. I I even noticed and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you do, you do refills too for some of your makeup items, right? We do. I haven't quite settled on our strategy moving forward because there's so many different options you can choose from, but Mm -hmm. you you know, you can go refillable, you can use sustainable packaging materials, um, you know, which primarily avoids using like virgin plastic and having to produce virgin plastic and Mm -hmm. you can create things that are just better for the environment and push your vendors and manufacturers to have more environmentally friendly processing practices. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. I think a lot of brands are in the same boat of just trying to figure out what their options are because it's all very confusing. (laughs) Um, And there's a lot of conflicting info out there. Mm -hmm. But there's a couple brands that are really doing quite well with sustainability. And I think it's pushing us all to to be better. Yeah. And, you know, all it takes, it's just like tiny actions. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. big changes have to be made. I mean, big changes would be certainly helpful, but every, you know, small little piece helps. So I think it's yeah, great that you guys are working towards the that. other week that was like 30 percent of the plastic that makeup comes in. So like maybe the plastic wrap around the box when you buy an, a makeup item or something like that, mm-hmm. only 30% of people actually recycle that. So it's, yeah. it's small decisions like that, where there are things that are already recyclable that we just don't recycle, whether it's because we don't know how to, or we don't know we can, mm-hmm. or we just make the conscious choice not to. And so small things like that can really add up for sure. Right. Well, because I think a lot of people, when they think recycling, they solely think plastic water bottles or, you know, you, you think more food items mm-hmm. and, you know, you don't mm-hmm. realize like, hey, your shampoo bottle, like that can be recycled. Like little right. things like that, you know, really add up and, and take a toll. So 
the better to educate, you know, it works. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, one of the things I like to do since this is handling it and everybody's dealing with ups and downs in their own way, I'm sure being a founder and creator of your own company wasn't necessarily the easiest journey. So did you have any life advice that you found along the way that really helped you? There's been so much. I mean, it's <laughs> such a, it's such an up and down roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I think you just have to have this unshakable confidence because there are so many things that go wrong, things that you could have controlled and it went wrong anyway, things that you couldn't control and it went wrong. And I really and truly believe in something that Paul Graham said, and he's like a famous entrepreneur who runs, you know, the major uh, Y incubator. Mm -hmm. And I remember him, I read one of his papers in college and he said, most businesses don't shut down because they ran out of money. They shut down because they got low on money and the owners or operators just wanted to cut their losses. They were burnt out mentally and emotionally and just didn't want to keep going. So they chose not to. Mm -hmm. And I've always, that's always rang very true for me because there's so many things that can stand in your way. And if you want to quit, there's no one there pressing you to not quit. It comes down to you. So having this unshakable confidence in what you're doing, that it's good, it's needed, it's right. And it's okay if it adapts and changes over time, but you're going to stay focused today and tomorrow on it is key. It's Mm -hmm. really key. And that's how you outlast so many crazy hiccups and challenges along the way. So I think that is my main piece of advice. Mm -hmm. And my second piece of advice is to really stay focused on your mission. So especially in an industry like beauty, and I'm sure it's in any industry, honestly, but in relative to what we're doing at Club and Hallow, there are so many cool companies doing cool things with founders and CEOs that I really admire. And if I spend too much time paying attention to what they are doing with their company, it can make me start to doubt what I'm doing or try and shift towards what they're doing. But mm-hmm. you really have to maintain your mission and vision and um, just keep moving forward, knowing that you're, you're chasing after what you set out to do. That's so true. Yeah. That's great advice. <laughs> it's like the comparison, you know, the, the individual comparison that comes with us as human beings when you're running a business, it's the exact same way. There's a comparison business to business that's happening subconsciously. And so you really just have to stay focused and confident. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Well, Sarah, this was great. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, before we go though, I do want people to find out, you know, where they can find Cloven Hollow. I mean, I know you guys have a website, you're on social media. So what are the best ways people can stay up to date with you guys? Absolutely. So easy way to get updates from us is to follow us on social media. Um, We're on Instagram and Facebook as Cloven Hallow. And you can also go to our website, www.clovenhallow.com. And that's the word and just spelled out. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can sign up for emails, catch updates that way, and also find out our retailers at the bottom of our website. 
We're in about 300 doors around the world right now. Um, awesome. Most of which aren't open right now, but um, <laughs> lovely retailers. So anybody can go and check those out and shop uh, with any of them if they'd prefer. Great. Well, thank you so much. This was such an awesome conversation. And I'm going to leave all the links for your social and your website in the episode description so people can go right on and hopefully start stocking all your products like I have. Awesome. That sounds great. It was so wonderful to talk to you. You as well. I loved having you on. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad people got to hear your story. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed hearing from Sarah and learning all about Cloven Hollow's products. I took Sarah's own advice and ordered Cloven Hollow's Concealing Correct and absolutely loved it. Another product I really have been enjoying is their lip glaze, which is so perfect right now since we're spending a lot of time indoors and skin may be a little more dry for some. The lip glaze helps keep your lips so hydrated while also giving them a lovely shine and a beautiful pigmentation. So if you want to go check out some of their products, their website is listed in the episode description below, along with the social media handles for both Cloven Hollow and Sarah, so you can keep up with all their new announcements and check out Sarah's page as well. And thank you guys again so much for listening, and let me know what you thought of the episode. You can always reach us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast, so feel free to send us a message and let me know your thoughts and suggestions. I can't wait to see you next week with a brand new episode. So until then, keep staying safe, keep practicing social distancing, and with everything going on in the world right now, just keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.